the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the rioter and looter. Or so what? it seems these days. Uh, just, just seeing, just seeing if Don is awake. He looked a little sleepy here on the on the on the Zoom video. We're seeing each other on. Actually, well, there is so from the, from the from the Democrat Party perspective, and Tucker Carlson called him out again this week on this that the that these rioters and looters are the street thugs, that the street army, they're the militia of the Democrat Party. The jackbooted thugs, if you will. It is interesting to watch how these guys continue to uh, to, to trash Portland. They went through the Miracle Mile of Chicago this past weekend. Um, they have, uh, they actually attacked, I had to Google this to make sure that it was actually accurate. They actually attacked a Ronald McDonald house. I mean, this is a place that provides services for families that have children that are in the midst of, you know, these medical crises so that the families can be together when these children are receiving these, uh, long drawn out medical services and rioters attacked a Ronald McDonald house. It's it, you, you just can't you can't you can't make this stuff up anymore. This is just absolutely stunning. They do they they ignore it. Um, Jerry Nadler says, by the way, it's a myth that they're uh, attacking these uh, federal courthouses. And it was supposed wasn't it, Greg? Wasn't it supposed to happen? That when the feds pulled out of Portland, the rioting was supposed to miraculously stop. Mm-hmm. Just like it's going to stop if if Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris get elected. Yeah, uh, it's it's to undermine. Janine Pirro said this well: is that you need law and order to have liberty, and since they want to eliminate liberty. They need to they, the, they need to eliminate want to eliminate law and order, and of course, once the police are either eliminated, defunded, replaced, or just pulled back because they're intimidated and afraid for their consequences for their lives and their and their liberty, if they if they do their jobs, what will replace it? Well, it's going to be replaced by these same people enforcing the edicts of of, of the Democrat Party. You also need morality in order to ensure law and order so that the police don't get overwhelmed. And when you pull out any kind of uh, morality from from schools, which is what happened when you pulled out God and uh, that whole that whole structure from schools, uh, all of a sudden now you have sort of an any anything goes. This is exactly what's at the core of postmodernism is the. Uh, ability for you to basically say what is right for me is right for me and what's right for you is right for you. And all of a sudden, uh, everybody's rights start to conflict. There's no common uh, underpinning and you have a complete meltdown of the moral fabric of society, which, of course, then challenges exactly what you said, which is law and order. But if, if you and I are willing to respect each other's property rights, each other's civil rights, and we don't need a police force to uh, to ensure that, all the police need to do is to take care of those knuckleheads, those rare knuckleheads that act out. But when you when you rip that foundation of uh, respect and morality out from underneath society, all of a sudden now, police, they can't even, I mean, this is the scary thing about what we've been watching since May 25th. If, if when, when you watch that assault on Grant Park, where you've got a thousand citizens going against 50 police officers, the police officers don't stand a chance. They can't contain the rioting that's going on across this country. They can't contain the crime that's going on across this country. A criminal, a law and order society depends on each individual 
uh, maintaining some modicum of respect for fellow human beings. And when you have what uh, the Weather Underground said, hey, it's just property, it's not lives, we can go ahead and destroy it. Well, then you end up with mass chaos, and that's where we're at today. Well, actually, I would, um, I would do. You do want to get to our guest, uh, but I would need to respond to what you just said. Is the answer is this? They can maintain law and order if the politicians and the government leaders decide they want to do it, and they let the police do it. And a, and a very good example of that is the city of Detroit, which you would think with all of the, it's longtime Democrat controlled, all the urban pathologies uh, are, are present there. But because they have a very good police chief and the city leadership that backed him is that you didn't see this mass looting and rioting that happened in Detroit that you happened that happened in so many other Democrat party controlled cities and just locally when uh, just up in in both red there were rallies to support the police as well as blm defund the police anti-police rallies in ukaipa and redlands and in both and in redlands the, the police department and ukaipa the sheriff's department deployed mobilized and kept the peace between the between between the competing groups so it, it can be done if the authorities decide they want it to be done well, let's get our guest to weigh in on this conversation, as with uh, a lot of other things that we want to talk about. It's a real pleasure to invite into our conversation here on the Unite IE Radio Show, the show for the most important political office in the country, that of private citizen, a candidate for the Assembly District in the 61st Assembly District, Ali Missouri. Not only is he a candidate for the 61st Assembly District, he's a business owner. He's a dad. He's a contributor to worthy causes in his uh, community, such as equipping school children with backpacks that actually have a bulletproof uh, uh, d- divider in the back of the backpack to protect them in the event of a school shooting. Ali has been a great member of the Riverside community, and it's great to have you with us, Ali. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Don, and uh, great evening. How are you? How's everybody going? Very well. What prompted, and actually this was shortly before we started recording today, I saw a, a post from you on Facebook. I go, this is, this is really interesting stuff and good and very important stuff about the state of the government-run schools and the bill that would mandate so-called ethnic studies, close quote, in the government-run schools. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday, um, I was going to do a a video conference or video podcast on Proposition 15, but in the morning, believe it or not, I had to drive around Riverside County to customers' homes and friends to buy change from them. So there's a national shortage of coins. And driving around, all of a sudden, I got a notice from Assemblyman, uh, my opponent, Jose Medina, that he's having a video Zoom meeting with community leaders and teachers discussing why it's so important for AB 331. That sort of pushed me over the edge and I did a live video uh, podcast from my car while I'm driving uh, discussing why it is so important to vote for this AB331 and there's other pressing issues in in, uh, public schools right now and I just went off the handle uh, discussing the 2018 uh, LPAC test. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the California assessment of student performance and progress that they take. Each each student must take this test to go to the next grade level to see where they're at. So looking at the 2018 numbers, and these numbers have gone gotten worse every year, by the way, which nobody talks about. And they hide these test scores. And it takes unless you know where exactly look, you will never find these results. So I want to okay. read you some numbers. So the, these are for African Americans, the, the LPAC test. English, it's 
of uh, children that have not met standards, minimum standards for English. That's six out of 10. Math, 77.49, that have not met minimum standards. That's seven out of 10 kids. That's for the African-Americans. Now, Hispanic, 58.64. For English, 72.63. For math, that's for Hispanics. And then then the whites' uh, children, 36.8% haven't met English standards, and math is up to 50%, 50.53 in math for white children. Now, let's let's forget I'm a candidate. I'm a business owner. I employ hundreds of employees, and my turnaround because uh, of minimum wage and uh, it's a low skill set is a lot. I always encourage my employees to learn what you learn and proceed and parlay what you experience into a better job because you really don't want to be a cashier or gas station attendant the rest of your life. My And every employee applicant gets the same test for me. A third and a fourth grade multiple choice 30 question test before I give them a job. Guess what's my fail rate on this? Don, guess. Uh, 100%? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm being facetious, <laughs> but... Way bad. 83%. Wow. 83% of high school students, because you have to be a high school graduate to get a job at a gas station because we sell alcohol. Okay. 83% fail this third and fourth grade assessment test. Now, as an employer, that's some scary numbers. And then having kids in school, that's some scary numbers. And then we have this assemblyman who is a teacher, supposedly, since the 90s, pushing ethnic studies. Now, what skill set am I looking for? Communication and math or history of why African-Americans came here? As a well, it's, and it's, it's even more yeah. than just African-Americans coming here. This ethnic studies goes yeah. into advancing the idea or the notions of everything we're hearing right now. Systemic racism, all this gobbledygook, this cultural Marxism is just at the core of what you're what you're talking about here with ethnic studies. But go ahead. Exactly. So why is that important to me when I care about math and English? Because if they can't figure out simple math and cannot communicate with the customers correctly, what do I care about ethnic studies? So I'm I'm beside myself on this propaganda that they're pushing ethnic studies versus talking about how the school system is failing. And that's one of the reasons why I'm homeschooling now, because after, you know, getting involved in politics and getting to know these numbers, I am beside myself disgusted on what is going on. Absolutely. And uh, now, to be fair to the government run schools, that same 83 percent can name all 72 genders. (laughs) That's true. But these scores doesn't care about genders. It's about everybody that's attaining going to school. So I'm I'm still beside myself. And it's the students. I mean, they think that I mean, they purport to want to try to help students and particularly disadvantaged students. But if you can't do if you're a high school, if you're a high school graduate. And you can't do third grade math. What kind of future do you have? Exactly. And they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, pulling yourself by your bootstraps and, you know, getting uh, social economic uh, levels higher, improving yourself, getting a better job and all that. How are you ever going to do that? More than a minimum wage, no skill set, when you, 7 out of 10, can do basic math. Um, I mean... Let's address that. Where's BLM on that? Well, they don't care because that's not helping black people 
is not their goal. Their self-admitted goal is to advance Marxism. So that's not their goal. And and the the more permanently aggrieved people they can create who who think they have no future and who have no future because, well, they can't do third grade math, the better for their cause. Now, we need to take a break here and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite, i.e. Radio, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate and in need for residential and commercial. Back up Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event Heard Weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And occasionally those private citizens decide that they want to get involved in the political, uh, in, in the pursuit of political office. And that is the case of our guest today, Ali Mazzari, who is a business owner in the Inland Empire. Uh, after getting involved and seeing exactly the state of affairs, not only in his own district, but across California and dealing with the nightmare of regulations. I mean, you think if you have a business and you think owning a business is nightmarish, try owning a business, a gas station in California and the mountains of regulation that you have to deal with. Now, obviously, we don't want gasoline leaking into our dirt and polluting our water supply. So it's important to make sure that gas stations are using some of the best, uh, you know, equipment to keep that gas all sealed up in those tanks underneath the ground. But give us a sense, Ollie, if you will, what you deal with as a business owner in California and some of the nightmarish uh, uh, contortions you have to get twisted into just to have a business in California. It is beyond crazy, Don. And owning a gas station puts you in contact with every alphabet soup agency you could think of. And they just come up with different ways on over-regulate your business and tell you exactly what to do. A couple of years ago, I don't know if you recall, many gas stations had to pull their tanks out, double steel tanks, and put double steel fiberglass tanks back in because a lobby Back in. Yeah, back into underground, underground tank that holds the fuel. Mm-hmm. So uh, some lobbyists and some manufacturers got together and, uh, you know, lobby to go for this chain now everybody thought dumb idea whatever great whatever your thought was but nobody asked what does gas do to fiberglass well i wouldn't think to ask that so tell us what does gas do to fiberglass well if you put fiber gas on in a cup that's made out of fiberglass within five minutes it heats it up so do you think fiberglass, double-walled steel is any kind of protection for tanks underground protecting the environment, especially when the gas continuously eats at the walls. Of, of a fiberglass tank as opposed to a steel tank. Yeah, double steel, yeah. So it's, it's hilarious that these people thought about this and never asked the simple questions. And now we have, what, um, Thousands and thousands of gas stations with double-walled steel fiberglass in the ground. Thanks guess to the what? They can, they can maintain a new law to replace those tanks 
to benefit yeah. some and the benefit here it's not just overregulation it's not just crazy leftists it is it's it is it's it's the corruption is yep. you, you pay off your politicians give them campaign contributions get them in business deals hire their brother-in-law all the ways all the ways the illegal ways they can funnel money to politicians then they write the law so you get a you get a whole bunch of money irrespective of the consequences without considering the consequences and guess what they, they, they mandate putting in tanks gasoline tanks made out of fiberglass the gasoline eats through yep so guess what we, we, we got to repeat the process all over again ah shucks yeah the, the the more the more i get involved the more disgusted i get about special interest about who's paying who why they're spending so much money to become a politician when it only pays a hundred and what fifty thousand hundred seventy thousand if right. you're lucky why why would you get involved and that's one of the reasons why i decided to run and then that's one of the other reasons why i decided never ever to take contributions or campaign funds from anyone so you can't buy me and i'm funding my campaign by myself i'm going to ask anybody for money if somebody gives me money i'll match it and then i make sure it's spent on signs or whatever and I'm, I will never expect accept more than five bucks. So, you know, it's it's ridiculous what is going on, and how much money is being dumped into politics back pocket to make sure pet project gets gets approved from special interest unions, everything. It's unbelievable. And here you are dealing with all of these regulations, and as a business owner. Your cash registers, in order to operate correctly, need to have coins in them because they what? They automatically dispense coins. And if you don't have coins in them, the cash registers don't work, which means you can't process uh, transactions. So as a business owner, what you're having to deal with now is you've got to run around uh, the Inland Empire trying to buy extra change so that your cash registers can work in this uh, COVID shutdown environment. And I'm going to guess the reason why we don't have enough change is maybe because, uh, I don't know, did somebody say that the Treasury, the the organizations that manufacture coins are, uh, <laughs> are, are not essential, so we stopped manufacturing coins? I mean, how did that happen? Uh, I have no idea. I've heard rumors that they're non-essentials. I've heard that they're down to 20% employment. I've heard that uh, unemployment is making circulation of coins uh, problematic. I think we're hitting like 30% unemployment right now. I've heard everything. But when I go to a bank and they say, uh, when I went up to the teller, I go, I need my usual, which is $2,000. They go, you could have one roll of quarter, one roll of dime, one roll of nickel, and one roll of penny. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this when I spent $2,000 a week in change to make sure my automatic Amazing. dispensers are working? Because if I'm, I run out of pennies, no matter if I have everything else, the register stops working. So, um, That's crazy. And nobody's talking about it. Takano, my congressman, he is talking about transgender's reading books in libraries and how that should be a law. I'm like, can we help our business owners, please? Right. Let's get the coins. <laughs> and, and if you call, this is the really one. I just, I called yesterday because I was so mad. His office is closed. They're not essential. <laughs> That's about the I'm one like, thing I would agree with. Like, yeah, these... <laughs> but I'm like, his office, his voicemail says, due to COVID-19, our office is closed. Please leave a message. Oh, that's crazy. But you can't leave a message because it it's loops around to the Sacramento or the D.C. office. And that that's just the same thing. But he's getting paid. All the Unreal. staff is getting paid. All the employees of the government-run schools yeah. that are not open yeah. are getting paid. They can social distance. They can work from home. Pick up the phone. Yeah, Really, I mean, office, that's office work. Why can't you? Why can't you do remote? There's yeah. no reason. Yeah. I have my employees. Uh, some of them for different companies at the gas stations doing it remotely. Why can't he? 
We're up against a hard break here, so we will uh, stay tuned for the second half of Unite IE Radio. And assuming we have not offended Ali too much, hopefully he will, he will still be with us after these messages. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free. So call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we we are still, and we remain very proud of the fact that we are the number one conservative talk radio show in our time slot, in our market. We've worked very hard to achieve that. We and we've got the with, awards. To, we've got the awards to show it. Yes. We all have we have we have radio talk show participation trophies on our shelves, and we're very proud of them. We are visiting with uh, with uh, Ali Mazari, who, um, among other things, is a candidate for the state assembly in the 61st district in Riverside County. is a business owner, and uh, we were talking in the first half about his, the ethnic studies bill is pending to mandate that, which is really advanced. Marxist anti-American indoctrination at a time when the schools are doing the government-run schools are doing a horrible job of teaching reading and math. And the, the statistic that sticks in my mind is he, as Ali has a uh, employment test for he gives to all people who apply to work at at his, at his business, testing third and fourth grade math. And these are supposedly high school graduates, and eighty-three percent fail. And that's what you're getting from all the money that's spent on the government-run schools. And Ali, you wanted, you wanted to promote people taking some action regarding this so-called ethnic studies bill. Yeah, as uh, both of you mentioned, the, the people are in control, and hopefully the people will you know, get into action and get involved. And this bill moved out of committee, Senate committee. It is initiated in the Assembly, but it's on the Senate side right now. And it passed committee, and next week it will hit the Senate floor. So I'm imploring, begging, getting on my knee if you want. Please call your senator, local senator, and beg him to oppose AB uh, 331. I called Melissa Melendez. Uh, she's not my district uh, senator, but her response was, What do you think? Of course, I'm going to vote no. So please. Get other senators to vote no. Richard Roth is Riverside's, uh, Riverside County, North Riverside County senator. Please call him. Mike Morell, please call him. We need this to be dead in the water, dead in arrival. And if you need the phone numbers, give me a call uh, or give Don a call or Greg a call when we get well, you better the phone s- numbers. 
And better still, you have uh, you've you've put all this you've made you've made this almost a turnkey uh, sort of an activist opportunity on your Facebook page posted for the public consumption. So it's not even uh, hidden from the view of people who aren't 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 friends, aren't Facebook friends. All you need to do is go to Ali Mazzari's Facebook page. Ali, A-L-I, new word, M-A-Z-A-R-E-I. Go to his Facebook page, and you can find, uh, just scroll into his Facebook page a bit, call to action, AB331, call your local senators, ask them to oppose this, and you've got the numbers right there. So uh, feel free to, you know, just jump on his Facebook page. He's even got a video there explaining it uh, for you. It's a great opportunity for, uh, you know, for... For you to uh, exercise your voice. Um, thank you for making it so easy. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to get on uh, the show. But this is very important. The government is not a beast. We can control it. So we don't have to kill it as usually you kill beasts. This is controllable. We are the most important part of government. Please do so and engage. Hold them accountable. My, my campaign motto is interact, inform, and inspire others to engage. So please engage. Absolutely, and we've uh, we've been after this for a while. Um, both you and I, uh, you're involved in a number of other organizations that are trying to get people to uh, understand. And there's no shortage of people. Here's part of the problem: there's no shortage of people out there who are interested and willing to get involved. The problem is they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. This boils down to a bit of a marketing challenge. It's actually trying to find those people that, you know, they don't listen to this radio station. Uh, I don't know why, but um, they might not uh, tune into this radio station. They might not know us personally. They might not be aware that there are these organizations. And because the media, now this is interesting. We've talked about this in the first half. Because the media has been so effective at making conservatives feel like they're alone in the world, um, they don't reach out. They don't try. Uh, they don't try to find places that they can uh, get involved. We just recently worked with a community of 4,000 retirees up in the Beaumont area. And a group of folks in that uh, retirement community started reaching out to all of the uh, citizens in that community that were uh, like-minded, mostly registered Republicans. And when they gathered together for their first meeting, Greg, you know what they learned about each other? They didn't even know that there were that many people in their own communities that felt like each other. And this is in a retirement community of people 55 and plus. So it boils down to a marketing program, and that's why we've done all the different things that we've done in the past, including what we're doing today, which is branded under a heading called Town Hall Central, where leading up into the election every Thursday night, we're holding town halls to educate people about what's going to be on the ballot. There's 12 propositions, a bunch of candidates, depending on where you live. And we're going through each of those propositions and a lot of the issues that are playing into this coming election. You mentioned education. Uh, we've talked about education. We'll probably talk about it again. But here's the most important thing. After telling people about these issues, Greg, and you you guys in the Redlands Tea Party have been very, very uh, aggressive in getting your folks involved in uh, election cycles uh, knocking on doors, handing out your voter guides. Um, you, we we could use another couple of thousand people uh, to help in our communities. Um, but what's interesting is of the people that are coming through this town hall central process, they're learning about these issues and then they're invited. The call to action is to attend an orientation that shows them uh, how easy it is to get involved and influence their neighbors influence their neighborhoods, people are actually beginning to do that because now they're being given uh, a pathway. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree that some of the, one of the toughest challenges we have is reaching people? I think it is. And just gen, general inertia. If you let somebody else do it uh, mm-hmm. or they're, you know, it's hopeless here in California. Doesn't matter what I do. 
um, and be more busy. They got lives, unlike the, unlike the professional left, the professional Democrats. Uh, they got jobs. They got lives. They got families to take care of, and the role of citizen tends tends uh, tends to slip. So, for all those reasons, as well as just not knowing what to do, it is uh, yeah, it's it's easy just to, okay. What's on TV tonight, Johnny? What are you doing? Is your, is your homework done? Uh, what what all whole myriad of things. But I think hopefully it's changing because I think we recognize, and I think a lot of people recognize that it's different this isn't this is not 2000 or even 2008 or 1996 where okay the other side the other side gets in they get you know the ball is going to move somewhere between you know from this way 20 or 30 yards before it goes back the other way that uh, today's democrat party is fundamentally different they are scary evil they are scary dangerous and america will not be a free country if they get back in power and if so, people got to step up. First thing they're going to do if they get in power is they will pass a mass amnesty for 20 to 40 million illegal aliens and new Democrat voters. And given how, given the current state of the, of the of the electorate, add 20 to 40 million new Democrats, and it's over. So step yeah, I up. think that. I was just going to say, I think I think unlike other elections, what this election is boiling down to at the top of the ticket, this is a presidential election cycle. The choice could not be more clear that this is a this is a uh, election about law and order versus chaos. This is an election about um, there. There's I mean, you can just go through these propositions and you can see exactly what this election uh, is about when it comes down to the propositions that are on the ballot. Um, law and order versus chaos. You know, you've got Proposition 20, which seeks to reverse the damage that was done by Proposition 47 and 57. This is the Keep California Safe Act that, uh, you know, wants to, that, that, that whole proposition is about making, it, you know, t- taking care of business owners. Ali. Since Proposition 47 and 57 and AB 109 have passed, which is the prison realignment system, this revolving door in uh, uh, in our criminal justice system from low-level crimes all the way up to uh, violent felonies that were recalibrated uh, to be just felonies so that people could qualify for probation earlier. What have you seen in your retail establishment, in your business, uh, you you have an AMPM mini mart. What have you seen over the years as these as these criminal justice reforms have taken place? I have seen significant increase in in my short, uh, shortage and shoplifting theft. Just uh, two days ago, three days ago, uh, my wife videotaped the shoplifter and just videotaped her walking out with no remorse, no nothing. The police came, arrested the individual. Gave her a ticket. She was back on Monday, doing the same wow. thing, trying to do the same thing. I saw that video, and it was just you know she she knows she's being videoed. Yeah. She smiles, waves at the camera, and walks out the door. Yep, bag full of merchandise. And her her friend that was before when she came with a gentleman, he had uh, water bottles down his pants, and walked out. Wow. Is that, is that the, age, you know, the age old question? Is 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 that a water bottle in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? I don't know. <laughs> Two, a one liter water bottle. So it it was amazing, and I kind of got mad at uh, my wife saying, "Why'd you follow them out?" And she said, "I just got mad." And I go, "I have invested so much money on surveillance cameras that I just need the time and date. I captured the license plate already." I captured when they came on the site. I captured them stealing everything. Just leave it for the police. And I gave them the video of the, the police. And they're like, we appreciate everything you're doing, but it's a ticket. When it's got, had, has uh, any civilization, has any, what California has in essence done, and it's being done by law and, and other places where there are liberal Soros DAs, they do it, they do it in, 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 in fact, in essence, is legalized stealing. 
Yep. Has that ever been done? Other than, of course, the government steals, and that's 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 gone on for a long time. But just to legalize stealing, has any civilization ever done that before? Well, the Democratic Party has sure done it in California. And proposition is it 20, I think it's 20, would try to uh, modify that a little bit to say that if you accumulate the thefts, Right now, not, not enough, $950 in your store, and then in the next store, and come back to your store, and again, $950, and again, $950 or less. It's a ticket. It's it, there's no There are no legal consequences. And by the way, you don't have to pay for the ticket to show up in court to answer for the ticket. Well, here's the thing. You know, Jerry Brown was very reticent to talk about any legacy of his while in office. But if the former governor has one, it would probably be the effort he spent in his final two terms as governor supporting the efforts to reverse the actual tough on crime policies he helped introduce in his first two terms in the 70s and 80s. In 2011, California legislators reduced punishments for parole violators. In 2014, voters passed Proposition 47, which recategorized some nonviolent, nonviolent crimes as misdemeanors. And, in the, and then again in 2016, voters passed Proposition 57, giving inmates convicted of certain nonviolent offenses a shot at early release. Now, this year, we have COVID, and the state is now contemplating releasing almost 18,000 prisoners. Early release, people who haven't served their terms because they're concerned about them getting COVID in prison, and I don't know, I guess dying, when the rest of us, our businesses are shut down, we're required to wear masks when we go out in public, why aren't those prisoners, if masks are so effective, why aren't those prisoners being asked to wear masks themselves and stay in prison to finish out their terms? This is this this is crazy time, Greg. Well, it's not crazy time. I mean, I I just I push back anytime someone says the Democrat Party agenda is crazy. It's not crazy. It's well thought out. It's intentional. It is to undermine our civilization and our country, the rule of law, liberty. In essence, they want to burn down our country to build their one-party socialist state on the rubble and ashes. And we need to take a break here and hear from our sponsor for this half of United IE Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office in the entire country. It's private citizen. It's everybody listening to this radio show. And honestly, if 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 you're listening to this show and you're not trying to figure out how to actually make sure that your neighbors are properly informed in this coming election and doing everything that you can do, uh, here, even though it seems hopeless. And the ones that really I scratch my head about are the people that think their votes don't count. Now, I agree there's a lot of uh, you know stuff out there that makes it feel like that sometimes. But good Lord, people died for your right to be able to go into a voting booth and vote in, in, in the very least in their honor, in honor of the people that have given up their lives for us to have the ability to have a what's supposed to be a peaceful transition of power every two to four years. If you don't exercise that right, um, I, I honestly, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But we do have someone with us who is exercising his right not only to vote, but to seek higher office, Ali Mazzari, who is running for the 61st Assembly District. What I'm going to ask everybody to do is just go to his website. 
and share that. Get that link and share it on your Facebook page. Share it with your friends. Send it to people who are in the 61st Assembly District. And let's get a buzz going around this guy because I'll tell you what. Um, this guy This guy is like, uh, he, he is somebody that doesn't need to go to Sacramento for his own personal wealth, for his own. But from this, from the standpoint that um, here's a guy who is not was not born in this country, came here as the result of the revolution in Iran, seeking a place to live where he could uh, enjoy the benef- enjoy freedom, enjoy personal liberty. And now, Ali, what do you see happening to that freedom and that personal liberty? Uh, you left a country. That was, uh, you know, that was being in a revolution uh, where the Ayatollahs came in and turned it into an Islamist fundamentalist society. You came to America. And what do you see happening in this country now? Interesting that, Don, you asked that the last month or so I have been uh, not sleeping well, uh, actually sleeping in a guest room because I keep tossing and turning. And um, it's like deja vu. Everything that happened in 1979, from burning books, closing schools, taking guns away, rioting, protesting, looting, pulling uh, police cars on fire, is happening right now as well. And the scary part that's messing with me a little bit is my dad was 51 when it all happened in 1979. And I was nine years old. I'm 50 years old now. And I'm seeing the same thing, and my uh, kids are 9 and 11. So I'm shaking my head. Do I have to make a decision to leave this country as well? Mm. Because exactly what I'm seeing, religious rights, telling what you to to study, what to read, what not to read, who to hang out with, what you could do, what restaurants you could go, what restaurants you can't go, what you drink, what you can smoke, everything happened in 1979 as happening in 2020 in the United States of America. It, it is, is mind-boggling. It is. And what, the, what one of the most insidious and evil things that the Democrat Party is doing is they have found a workaround for the First Amendment. Yep. Yes, at, at this point, the government cannot send you to labor camp like they do in, in China for expressing them saying the wrong thing or going to the or your religious beliefs but what they do do is they use their street thugs the, their brown shirts in antifa and black lives matter threats intimidation just general nastiness if you, you know they'll, they'll you call you vile vile names if you dis, if you disagree with them and, and then even more seriously organized campaigns it's happened to one of our what happened to one of our members who had expressed herself online and was an organized concerted campaign to employer to get her fired. Yep. And it worked. The yep. employer fired her for some pretty innocuous public post on, post on Facebook. So when people see that, they're going to go, you know, um, you know I'm not going to risk my job to uh, to get to get involved in politics, I got I got a, I got a family to support. I got a mortgage to pay. I got a car payment to make. Exactly. I I have a city councilman that is also an assistant DA, a Democrat. That uh, we had a disagreement on a post on Facebook regarding BLM and uh, Black Lives Matter and the racist systematic racism in the United States. He called for a boycott. He called for. Um, me to resign from my uh, uh, campaign and then is the people that follow him actually threatened to burn my business down it's exactly ridiculous this is organized this is concerted and it is it, it's it is intended as a workaround to the first amendment because they know that as benjamin franklin said he who would overthrow the liberty of a nation must first begin by subduing the freeness of speech. Yeah. And, but, that, and uh, that's what, it, and that's it, what they're doing. the wrong person because I'm uh, not going anywhere and I am uh, fighting back. 
Yeah, I'm, I, Wait. I'm fortunate. I work for myself, and uh, so I, I couldn't be fired. But if, but if I was if I was working in a law firm, I would have to be much more circumspect about getting involved in politics. Depends on the firm, but for, for, if you have, if you have a sizable law firm, you'd be much more circumspect about getting involved in politics and what and watching what I say. Yeah. Right. Well, you can help Ali fight back. Go to his Facebook page, vote, F-O-R-Ali.org, voteforali.org. Help the folks that are in his district get the word out. And uh, real quick, Ali, what are the cities that are in the 61st Assembly District? Uh, City of Riverside, Moreno Valley, Paris, Mead Valley, and unincorporated area of Hydro as well. There you have it. Ali, thanks for joining us here on the Unite IEE radio show. That's going to do it for us. Tune in every Saturday at 4 p.m. and other times throughout the weekend as the management deems fit for our show. Every weekend for the Unite IE radio show. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 10126580, Arizona MLO license number 0926439, branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer.